Zebras, what up? Welcome to the podcast. I don't know if you can notice uh, by this podcast, but I'm kind of a big deal, right? <laughs> I had a chance to talk to the mayor of Altoona, Pennsylvania. Some of my friends, I told them I was going to interview the mayor. They were like, wait, Altoona, Pennsylvania has a mayor? What? If you're listening to this and you're not from central Pennsylvania, you might be like, why would I care about the mayor of Altoona, Pennsylvania? I don't know why you would or even if you do but uh, listen thanks for tuning in don't leave yet check it out mayor matt pacifico mayor of altoona pa thank you so much matt or mayor mayor matt what do you say mayor pacifico and uh, mr mayor i don't i don't know how to formally uh present and address a mayor anybody in a i can recall many years ago side note i used to work for a radio station and we were doing a live broadcast where a bunch of uh, you know, senators and mayors and constituents. See, I don't even, I don't know what all the words are for important people who run public office. And I, I don't know, but these guys were all at uh, Lakemont Park in Altoona. And I was live on the radio interviewing them, asking them questions. And I was referring to them all by their first name instead of like Senator, da 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 da, mayor, da 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 da, you know, <laughs> like I, you should really address them in a formal, professional way. And I was like, hey, uh, Tom. Hey, Jim, what do you think about, uh, and then afterwards, uh, the guy who was running the board at the radio station said, Hey Rob, um, you should like, you know, address them as Senator because that's what they are. Like they've reached this level in office for a reason. They're kind of a big deal myself, not so much. So that's kind of my takeaway going into this, like that. I don't know a whole lot about politics and I'm not really all of that uh, professional, I guess when it comes to talking politics. So uh, we, we didn't re- necessarily talk politics on this podcast, but it's information about Altoona, Pennsylvania. It's information about what a mayor does, because obviously I don't have all the information. I had to ask a lot of questions, and uh, I got some good insights. So thank you to Mayor Matt Pacifico for taking the time to talk to me straight out of City Hall in Altoona, Pennsylvania. If you like the podcast, please leave me a rating on iTunes. That would be super gracious and awesome of you. If you have something you want to say or you want me to say something for you on the podcast, you can do that by uh, sending me a voicemail at 814-799-0064. Social media is Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. And let's get this show started. This is Rob Z Radio. The Rob Z Radio podcast, broadcasting live right now from City Hall. For the first time ever, I've never been in City Hall in my entire life in Altoona, PA. I came here to interview uh, the mayor of Altoona, Matt Pacifico. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for allowing me to come here today, number one. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for coming. It's very cool to be here. I've never, uh, never like I said, never been in City Hall before, and I've never been able to talk to a mayor. So this is like a first time... <laughs> experience for me or do you have many people come in here who interview you i mean i'm sure you're a, a man of the people um, you? a few times i i have yeah there were some some students from penn state uh last year who were doing a a project for their um journal broadcast journalism class or something like that so they came up to to do a little film and interview and but 
No, it doesn't happen too often. Not too often. No. Uh, City Hall is beautiful, by the way. If people haven't been in here before. First of all, I didn't know I could just walk in. I assumed that I had to like. Well, no, of course, it's a go public through building. some sort of security check. I just assumed <laughs> I'd have, have a backpack on. It's like they're going to be like patting me down as I walk in. <laughs> but it's very friendly. It was. It was, it was just. I came in. I'm, I'm looking around. It was weird because there was nobody downstairs, so I didn't know where to go and I didn't know who to ask. And I saw the wall of mayors, which shows every mayor going back to. You said this. The mayor of Altoona goes back into the 1800s. Yeah. You seem, at least from what I could tell on the wall, to be the youngest mayor in the history of Altoona. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't think we, um, it's been officially documented as that, but I think unofficially people have told me that that i am at least by looking at the wall you look like the youngest so that's a compliment coming from me (laughs) now what inspired you i've always been curious about this what inspired you to become mayor of altoona like why did you want to do it um it's actually uh kind of a neat story um there was uh it was back in the first time before i ran it was i think it was 2013 um and there was there was no re- republicans who took out a petition from the courthouse uh so it was uh, the week before they were due and somebody somebody said to me you should you should run for mayor and i i laughed i said i know nothing about politics or government and you know so that's the same thing i would have done like why would i yeah, do that so <laughs> i kind of just you know brushed it, brushed it off and uh, about three days later, somebody else, totally unrelated to the first person, you know, like no connection there, said to me, you should run for mayor. <laughs> so I said, you're the second person this week that said that to me, so sure, I'll consider it. What was their reason? Like, why did they think you should run? Like, what were you doing that they thought you would I, I don't know. Run? I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like finding some guy on the street and like, hey you know what? You should run for mayor. You'd make a great mayor. Yeah. That, that's crazy. Um, so, so I, I decided then on a Friday night, it was after the courthouse was already closed that I was going to do it. Uh, the petitions were due on to the following Tuesday. So I couldn't pick up the, the signature petitions until Monday when the courthouse opened. So I got out at the courthouse right when they opened Monday morning, um, picked up the petition pack and, um, had like, four or five people who were helping me out with with signatures, you know, circulating petitions for me. Um, by 10.30 Monday night, we had like 140 signatures. You know, the, the, the requirement is 100, 100 Republican signatures of residents who live in the city. Okay. So you can't just have anybody sign it for you, you know. So right. so by 10.30 Monday night, we had the, we had the required amount we needed plus – some extra ones, you know, just to be safe. And um, Tuesday, went and got them notarized, filed them at the courthouse, and and I was on the ballot. And then here we are. And then uh, then it was time to start really researching what does the about do? government and <laughs> politics. Um, you know, so I was I was running unopposed for the the May primary. Um, so I kind of just you know took it easy there didn't have to really do any campaigning um for the the november election then um it was around the summertime that somebody somebody sent to me um they were from altoona they were going to university of texas and they sent me their senior thesis which was on revitalizing downtowns 
and uh, oh, okay. th- their suggestion to me was, hey, I, I think that you should focus on you know revitalizing downtown as your campaign platform. And at the time, I didn't really I didn't have a campaign platform yet, so you know I read read over her thesis and um, thought you know that's a really good idea and I, I like that idea. So that was my campaign platform then for the for the fall election and um you know i guess uh a lot of people really were receptive to that platform you know because i remember on election day at the polls you know i had people who were coming up to me vote going to vote you know saying hey i really like your your idea about you know revitalizing downtown and we hope that hope that that can you know come true and see some new things happen in there um so yeah so then uh then the rest i guess was history i, I guess the place <laughs> after that um i think the revitalization revitalization of downtown altoona is one of the best things that's happening in altoona right now i was talking to sarah vogel from the clay cup who i think is playing a big part in revitalizing downtown altoona and she said that ever since she was little that's something she wanted to do she was like i wanted to bring back the the magic of what downtown Altoona used to be. And I thought that's so odd that somebody so young has like this inspiration to yeah. bring back it, a part of her city. Cause I, I was saying to her, most people like as they're growing up, think I got to get out of this town, whatever town they're in. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't want to be in that town anymore. I want to go somewhere else, especially when it's a small town. And it's nice to see people. And I guess I'm lumped into that. You're in that as well, who want to stick around here and see the city thrive. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure you can take credit for it by being the mayor, but I, I don't know how much ha- of a hand you have in the revitalization of the city in general. But it seems like over the past couple of years, Altoona has been getting better. It just seems like there's more business coming in. The mood seems to be better. I guess it depends on the people that you talk to. Right. But the ones that I talk to, it seems like the mood is better. And when you talk about downtown Altoona, Penn State Altoona is now getting in to downtown which is helping things tremendously mm-hmm. and it seems like there's some people who were in, actually inspired like startup Alleghenies you know there's like people who are entrepreneurs are trying to help small businesses grow in the area uh, Penn State Altoona just opened that launch box in the old Gables building yeah. which is I, I've been going there the past couple of days because it's a, it's a place where if you're starting something in the area, you can go and work for free and meet yeah. people who are also... Yeah, it's a cool space for anybody who has an idea and wants to bring that idea to life, you know, with using the equipment, um, you yeah. know, 3D printers. That's the catalyst That space. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah which sorry. is right next yeah, door yeah. to it. It's, 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 it's nice to see. And it's nice to see people who, that are young getting involved instead of people who are... Well, I mean, it's great to also have people who are older who are involved as well, but it's nice to see people that are young who are not leaving, who are staying here and making it happen. Um, you were saying about becoming mayor. Was that, you know, you didn't really even think about it until people started telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and did you have any idea what a mayor did? Because, I, I mean, that's why one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because um, I have no idea what No, I kind of, I kind of... For maybe the first couple months, I was kind of learning as I go, and and you know, and back when I did first get elected, um, it was I was just a part time mayor. Um, so then, what does that mean? Like I was just part time. Like I, it, I was a mayor, but I had another job, you know, <laughs> and 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 didn't devote all my time to city functions. Although is that common? 
for a part-time mayor um, or is that in smaller communities it is um cities our size um tend to have a full-time mayor you know um so um, i was able though when i was just the part-time mayor to kind of treat it as if it was a full-time position because of uh, my position at my family's business you know so if i had something to do um, with the city, I could, you know, come into work late or leave early if I had to, to, to you know, go do whatever I had to do um, as mayor. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, there was a, a government study commission who was formed that same um, time that I won on uh, the ballot. And so they were tasked with exploring changing the form of government in the city of Altoona. So... Um, so they, they met for about 18 months and decided that, um, the city was going to go, um, home rule. Um, and in that was a change to the mayor, which was full time. So because they, the position was changing drastically going from a part-time position to a full-time position, it required me to have to, um, run for reelection again, even though I was only two years into my four-year oh, term, okay. you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, so so I decided that I was going to run then, you know, because um, I thought that, you know, there was still a lot that I wanted to do that I, that you know, wasn't able to accomplish yet, and, and I really felt that, um, that I could make a difference in Altoona, you know, as a full-time mayor. What do you want to do, like, as far as those things, the things that you wanted to accomplish? As being mayor, do you know what I mean? Like, what what is your? I'm I'm curious because beforehand we were talking about the the different things that are going on locally. You know, celebrate Altoona Night coming up on August 10th, National Night Out, helping bring police off, helping bring bring, bring law enforcement and the police force and the citizens closer together, building that rebuilding that relationship. Are those things like as you get into the job? Are there things you have planned or? You get into the job, you see what's going well, you see what's going poorly, and then you decide these uh, are the things uh, I need to work some on. Some of the things that, you know, some of the things I already had in mind, um, continuing to want to revitalize the downtown was one thing, you know, but um, as when you get in here, then you, something that may have not, you know, been on my mind before, I'll, I'll, I'll see it, and then I'll, I'll be like, hey, you know, let's... Let's look for a way to improve that, or let's look for a way to try and implement this into how we do things here at the city, and you know that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's constantly evolving, though. My like list of things that I would like to to do, you know, and I'm always adding new things to it and um, taking things off of it. But um, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I'm really interested by the National Night Out. I think that's really cool because they do they already do that in Dungansville, at like the Antique Depot, but I think in Altoona it's super important because we're a bigger city. Are you directly involved with that? Are you helping with the initiative because it, it, what the idea is, you know, with uh, there's been a, a bad reputation in, with law enforcement uh, across the country recently and it's just instead of getting better it seems to be getting worse. I love the idea of trying to bring the two together again and try to, you know, so people can meet a police officer and understand that they're like a person who it's their job. They have a family. They're just like you are, but this is what they have to do for their career. How important do you think that is for our area? And do you see, uh, like, since you've been in office, do you see it getting better? Is it 
you know, staying the same as it was? How do you feel about that? Um, I, I think, um, to answer the first part of your question, um, I was sort of involved <laughs> with the planning of this. Um, it was something that uh, the chief uh, had the idea to to put one of these together, you know, for our for ourselves here in Altoona, mm-hmm. and to have it downtown in Heritage Plaza is another way to try to get people to you know come into the downtown. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I I guess I'll just talk briefly about some of the things that are planned for it that night. Yeah. Um, so, so since this is our, the first time, you know, it's going to be some growing pains, I'm sure, but it'll give us something to build on for, for future years. In general, um, though, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, for, for people that may not even know what National Night Out is, um, it's an annual event that, that is held nationwide to promote and enhance police community partnerships and neighborhood relationships to make neighborhoods safer and more caring places to live and it's uh typically held on the first tuesday in august so hence why it falls on august 1st this year Boom. um and then uh altoona's national night out against crime will have various agencies who will be hosting displays uh, including altoona police department altoona fire department amed the Pennsylvania Office of the Attorney General, Operation Our Town, Because We Care Foundation, UPMC Altoona, and more. And on display will be um, a computer forensic van from the Office of the Attorney General. Um, Logan Township is um, told us that we could use the their Bearcat to have on display down there. So okay. I don't know if you've ever seen the Bearcat. I but, have not, no. uh, It's a giant um, armored tactical oh, truck i was thinking um, like a mascot or something you mean like a <laughs> no, tactical vehicle? yeah that's pretty cool yeah okay. um and then there'll be vendors down there and there's going to be a concert by kicked in beginning at 7 p.m so Which i guess it makes sense with the bearcat vehicle it's kind of like a you know kick the door in helping people <laughs> help them get the word out right <laughs> that name i feel like kind of goes with the with the idea i, I love I, I don't know this is something when I was on the radio, I talked about a lot. I really tried to, I worked with Because We Care. I tried to help them out, which if people don't know about Because We Care, they offer customized teddy bears for local precincts, local mm-hmm. uh, police stations. So whenever they go to a domestic dispute or whatever it might be, whatever kid is there, they give them a, a teddy bear with the, the police logo on mm-hmm. it so that they're building that connection even at a young age and helping kids feel okay in those situations because police officers can be very intimidating that's a when you're young especially when you know when you're old when a a small child that might be going through some traumatic incident you know and sometimes a little gesture like that teddy bear might be you know what that child needs right then and there you know yeah yeah Uh, yeah it's a great organization and i've i've been uh really supportive of of them since they've started out it's nice to see everybody doing these things now is this put together by chief odd is that the night out is this how um, do you organize this whole thing the chief freeling okay. at apd is is um she's doing all the planning for for ours oh okay awesome yeah. i i'm really excited for that event but i'm just excited to see in general how it can turn hopefully how it can turn the area uh, around a little bit into a, into a more positive light. Um, 
how do you work with other mayors and how do you work with other areas? I mean, you guys are all, I'm sure we have to work together, right? To make each side yeah, um, operate correctly. I, I have a good working relationship with, um, other mayors, other elected officials, um, in Blair County, um, the county commissioners, I, you know, have a good relationship with them. Um, and recently, uh, over the past year or so, um, I started to interact more with the Altoona School District because I think for a long time there, there was no interaction between the city and the school district ever, you know, on anything. I don't think they ever communicated with one another or, or did any of that. So, um, you know, we started to kind of open up that line of communication as well. Um, and, and also, I, I have a great relationship. Um, one of the things that, that I do now as full-time mayor um, is I have the ability to go down to Harrisburg, you know, uh, to go to the Capitol, to go down to Washington, D.C., and meet with our legislators down there. Um, so I have, a, I have a really good relationship with some of our state lawmakers and with our federal lawmakers, um, S Senator Toomey, Senator Casey, and Congressman Schuster, um, you know, and, and just with elected officials from around the state, other elected officials. Um, the city is part of the Pennsylvania Municipal League, um, you know, which is a member member organization for municipalities in Pennsylvania. Um, so just by going to some of those events and, and functions with, with other members of the Municipal League, you know, I've made some good, really good friendships and connections with uh, some of the other elected officials from around the state. Um, you know, the even even some some of the um, state senators who, you know, aren't from our district, um, they they I've made good relationships with them. I'm able to, you know, reach out to them if there's um, something that I would like their help on or something that I would like their support with. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, uh, just a few weeks ago, Senator Rafferty, um, who is, um, he's, he's from Montgomery County, and uh, he's the chairman of the Senate Transportation Committee. Um, so, so I went to him and, and something that, um, that I wanted to see if he could maybe change, you know, in, in the, that PennDOT does. And, and this is a law that was uh, written, I don't know how long ago, uh, but currently, PennDOT is responsible for sweeping up the anti-skid from, you know, the winter mix yeah. um, in townships, okay, but not in third-class cities or boroughs. Um, you know, so you could argue now that <laughs> that, that is, needs to be changed, you know. What's um, considered a third-class city? Uh, Altoona is a third-class city. Okay. Any other cities? Any other city other than... Um, Philadelphia is a first-class city. Okay. Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh is a second-class city. Second-class city, okay. And then um, Scranton. Yeah, Scranton's a second-class A city. Would Harrisburg be a first-class city? Uh, they? No, they're a third-class. They're a third-class. No, there's class. only one first-class city. It's Philadelphia. Really? That's yeah. Okay, so that's yeah, So any other municipality in Pennsylvania that is a city um, is a, is a third-class city. Um, so, yeah, so so we're responsible for um, sweeping all the state roads that okay. PennDOT 
uses anti-skid on. Uh, we don't even use anti-skid in our city trucks, you know, for our roads. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to, it's our responsibility to, to, to sweep the PennDOT roads. And then, you know, in townships, PennDOT is responsible for that. Okay. Um, so, so I asked uh, Senator Rafferty if he could, in fact, I brought it up to him when I saw him down in Harrisburg. And then um, he reached out to me via email a few weeks ago, said he was meeting with... Um, Secretary Richards, um, who's the PennDOT secretary, um, and wanted to bring it up to her and kind of wanted me to, you know, put it in an email for him so that he could know what he was asking her, you know. So, yeah, yeah, so that's all. We're just asking that if they could, you know, maybe start sweeping the street, the anti-skid off the streets in third-class cities. Which is important. Um, That's how I, I have the scar on my chin. And that's how I think it's from anti-skid. At least I would assume that's what it was from. One time I was riding my bicycle right at the start of spring, and it was all along the side uh, of the road. Yeah. Hit it. My handlebars spun. I flipped over my handlebars, hit my chin off the curb. Like I imagine that's what that's from. And a lot of accidents happen that way, right? It makes it, it kind yeah, of. And, and we have, I mean, our city crews. We have weeks, if not months, involved. You know, with them cleanup. going around sweeping that up. So. Yeah, if PennDOT could either. That's a lot of manual labor yeah, taken yeah, for one that thing. They could be, you know, those those crews could be doing other things then because, you know, springtime's when a lot of stuff starts to happen then for the highway crew. So, you know, they have, there's other things that they could be doing other than sweeping up anti-skid. So, right. yeah, if, if PennDOT could either, one, sweep their anti-skid or two, not use anti-skid when they're you know doing their state roads within the city limits uh yeah that would be great oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were talking about altoona high and the school district uh and, and uh, the, the city itself not working together how are you tr- what are you trying to do to help them work together because that that seems extremely important that the city of altoona works together with the school district um what are your do you have like a vision for that or do you have something that you would like to see accomplished i mean of course you want the communication to be there but yeah um, beyond that no, I mean, there's not really anything yet that we've been working on. It's just nice being able to, if I have a question for them, you know, I can call up, um, you know, their school board members or their superintendent, ask, you know, and, and you know, they can always get a hold of me as well. Um, so far, we haven't really had anything that we've had to partner with together, you know, but mm-hmm. um, it's nice knowing that the opportunities there when it does come up yeah absolutely uh as far as the uh celebrate altoona night that's going to be at the curve on august 10th what's that all about like what, what are we going to be doing at celebrate altoona night um well that was something that the curve approached um my office with and they want to do a city themed night there um and it's going to be on august 10th uh they I'm not really sure everything that they have in store. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to do city-themed vendors and city-themed games, like in between innings and giveaways and such. Um, they told me that I'll be throwing out the first pitch, and I'll be presenting the curve with a proclamation and a key to the city. Have you been warming your arm up, your shoulder? Are you ready? Because <laughs> no, it's a long throw. <laughs> I've done it, and it—I uh, was surprised at how long the throw was. I thought yeah, I'd like I, whiz I, it in and be fine. I, I threw out a first pitch there two years ago, and yeah, that is when you're s- standing there and you have 
thousands people of people staring at you. Yeah, yeah, you suddenly tense up. <laughs> I always think of like, I was 50 Cent or Snoop Dogg or somebody yeah. totally botched it. And I just thought, how do you botch it that bad? Yeah. Then I stood there and I thought, oh, that's how you botch it. It's a long distance. <laughs> like you don't realize there's like pressure on you whenever you're doing it. And you want to make it look good. Like I wanted to have it like be a good throw. Yeah. And yeah. You yeah. never want to roll it across home plate <laughs> either. Huh? <laughs> a nice lob just tossing it through the air. I don't know. Um, that's great. I, I love hearing stuff like that. You know, one thing, and I, I said this to the, uh, oh, I forget. It was Rob Egan, former GM of the Curb, the concerts they used to have there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so great for yeah. us. That was so much fun. Yeah, they were fun. Back in the day. I think they killed the field, though. Right. I think that's why they stopped doing that. Was the but if they could issue. figure out a way to maybe get one of those plastic snap-together type yeah the platforms floor type things that would yeah go over top of that make mm, Altoona rock again i yeah. think is that would be my my uh, statement if i ran for that <laughs> let's bring the rock back baby uh so you also you you're talking about what i like the idea of you being a young mayor in the city because i think that uh it, it helps push the city in more of a uh if progressive is the right word but more of a uh new aged kind of uh, direction, you know, using technology, using more of the modern, like doing a podcast, like these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's important to get the word out about what's going on in Altoona and also reaching people who normally wouldn't pay attention. I would imagine you being a young mayor can do that more than somebody else who doesn't understand the newer technology. Yeah, as much as yeah I'm always trying to find ways to get people connected. Like I have my um, mayor Facebook, Facebook page. page. I have a, a twitter account that i need to get more active on now like that mayor facebook page is that something that didn't exist before you came in no No, it was something that i wanted to start because i wanted to be able to let people know what i'm doing let people know what's going on yeah you know stuff like that um you said about a newsletter too right you're starting out yes that's something that um we started uh last month and uh, the newsletter will highlight previous and upcoming events, current issues, concerns from residents, um, things that I did, you know, uh, out out and around the community. Um, I hope that the newsletter can showcase to residents and businesses what the city and my office has been working on for the betterment of Altoona. And if people are interested, they could sign up just by sending an email to newsletter at altoonapa.gov. And that's all you got to do. You don't have to put anything in the header or subject line. You could just send a blank email to, to that email address and we'll you know, add you to the list. It comes out once a month. Is the list growing? How's it going so far? Um, yeah, I, I believe it is. Um, when we first put it out there, um, we initially had... Um, we just put it on my Facebook page, you know, and just put to email me if, if people wanted to sign up for it, you know, so I was getting like bombarded with emails. Um, so then we just created the newsletter at altunapa.gov. So, you know, all the emails just get populated there now. And then, um, Stephanie, uh, will go through and add those names to the mail subscription, the email subscription list. Very cool. Uh, as far as like maybe... uh, I don't know how much you can talk about your team that's with you. Do you do you get to, to, to form your own team when you become mayor? Your own people that that work closely with you? Um, are you a one man uh, <laughs> show? How do you basically? Do um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I had a, a I have a secretary um, who 
who that was you know that was the only staff person that i had um and then whenever we were looking to um fill the role of a finance director because our finance director is also the human resources director so we were trying to find a finance director um and then we decided to just keep our finance director in his current role as doing both things um and so we gave the deputy finance director then a little bit more um, responsibilities to take away some of the things that the finance director was doing you know so that he wasn't overwhelmed with doing um, both hr and finance mm -hmm. um, so then my secretary had some finance experience um, so that we moved we moved her down to a finance department then to kind of pick up then some of the workload off of the deputy finance director, right. you know, so that everybody, um, you know, everybody took on some more assumed responsibilities, but then we kind of delegated then some off, you know, off each, each person. Mm -hmm. um, so then uh, we, rather than hiring another full-time secretary for my office, then um, we just, you know, um, advertised for a, just a part-time position. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were able to get um, Stephanie now, who is um, her title now is legislative aid. Okay, <laughs> so, so it sounds fancy. Yeah, that is a fancy name for it. I like that <laughs> legislative aid. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's uh, she's my my part time staff. Cool. And then we have Kevin here joining us today. Who Kevin, is say hello? Hello, that's yeah. Kevin. By the way, Kevin is going to be going to Duquesne. Uh, in the fall or as i called it one time to quesney yes my wife almost punched me in the car and everybody <laughs> i can't believe you don't know how to say duquesne anyways sorry, yeah so kevin's now. going into political science and he wanted to kind of um shadow me slash intern here for a few days so kevin was here monday for a little bit and then he's back today and kevin how's your experience so far Oh, I'd say it's a really good experience. I mean, the mayor is definitely, you know, someone that I can look up to and really kind of look to for some guidance on what I want to do with my career when I get older. So, yeah, I think it's definitely been a great experience. Speaking of uh, your career when you get older, what, what's your – do you have a plan? I mean, as far as, like, moving forward, you get four years mm -hmm. on your term. So, so you were two years in when you had to rerun – to become full-time mayor does that mean you have another four years tied on to that yeah so you have until 2020 correct that you'll be mayor is there a second term are you eligible for another yeah, one how does that I, all work um in the home rule charter it's uh limited to three terms so i can oh, okay. serve for two more terms is that I, what you plan I on doing to. i mean are you, uh, are you enjoying it how do you i, I do and i am enjoying it yeah um we'll see see how it, how goes. it goes yeah I imagine it's a feeling out process. That's how I would. I mean, I would imagine getting into it. You don't know what exactly you're getting into. You don't know everything that you yeah. have to deal with. It's yeah, a, it's probably a progress. Like it the is. The more you get um, in, the more you learn. The more you probably but, are more invested. But it's really, it's. I, I really enjoy doing it though because you know every day is every day is something new. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a new challenge that uh, you know got to find a figure figure out a way to. You know, problem solve your way through things. I enjoy doing that. Um, yeah, I enjoy being able to help people. Um, I, I deal with, I get a lot of um, people now who come to me for um, either help or, you know, assistance with uh, an issue that they're having. So, um, 
Yeah, so I have people who will message me through my mayor Facebook page sometimes with an issue. Um, they'll message me on my personal <laughs> Facebook page. They'll email me, and so I'm like constantly always trying to <laughs> remember every one of them so that I follow follow back up with them. You know, once I get them an answer uh, to their to their problem. That's really good though. Because there's not just one way to, uh, because if I was, you know, maybe uh, if I was a teenager or in my early 20s and I had some sort of concern or some suggestion or just a question or whatever it might be, there's an easier way of reaching you now, right? There's different avenues where mm-hmm. it's easy to contact you and it's you directly. It's not yeah. going through somebody else. Nope. No, I it's, respond it's to you. all my own emails and messages and yeah. keep it nice and personal like that because that's, mm-hmm. that's important. Yeah, I, I want I you. want people to be able to you know reach out to me, and I I want I want to be accessible to everybody who you know needs to meet with me or wants to talk to me. So yeah, I I kind of I welcome that and encourage people to to do that if they you know have something that they want to get out to me. Mm-hmm. That's, I think it's really important. Um, now another thing you had mentioned before was Project Child Safe. You had mentioned that June is National Safety Month. And it's it's to help educate people with uh, being safe with their firearms in home, obviously around their children. What what is that all about, and what are we? What's the city doing with that? Yeah, um, Project Child Safe was created by the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and it's the largest, most comprehensive firearm safety education program in the the U.S. And the city of Altoona has partnered with Project Child Safe to promote the safe storage and handling of firearms. Um, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, they're dedicated to promoting firearm safety and they distribute safety um, safety education kits and um, firearm safety kits. And the kits, um, they come with a cable style gun lock um, brochure that discusses, you know, safe handling and storage guidelines. And um, we have uh, requested through them 150 child-safe gun lock devices to, that we will be able to distribute to community residents, businesses, organizations, um, you know, anybody who, who would like one. And um, once we once we get those once we get those in, um, we'll be sure to make sure how to let residents know how to go about getting one if they if they're interested. Very cool. That's very important. Um, one of the questions I think that I one of the main reasons I I wanted to talk to you was you know you see a, you see mayors like on TV maybe waving, cutting a ribbon, showing up at public events like on a day to day basis. What do you do? As far as you're, you're now full time, not a part time mayor. Yeah. This is your job. What do you do on a day to day basis? How does it, how does it work? Um, well, I like I said, I, I'll meet with constituents. You know, um, both here in the office or sometimes, you know, if I have to, I'll go out to their homes. Um, you know, visit with them, see what they what problem they have. Um, you know, working with department heads and and other department staff to um, try to get um issues resolved um and i'll pitch them ideas whenever i i have a new idea um and and working with um you know businesses to try and get them to come into the community kind of you know trying to be a um an advocate for altoona you know um trying to 
I guess, lobby, <laughs> you know, businesses to want to be here. Um, you know, like I said, I'll, when I have to, I'll, I'll make uh, trips to um, Harrisburg or Washington um, if there's something of interest, you know, that 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 I need to go down and and fight for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that yeah. pretty often you end up doing that? Is that a, a normal part of your job? Uh, nah. A few weeks ago, I think I was down there once a week for three consecutive weeks. Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll go a month without having to go down there or sometimes I'll just go down there one time for for that for a month, you know, um, not for a month. That would be a long time. Right. It's a lot, um, <laughs> it's a lot of deliberating. One yeah. month, my goodness. Uh, yeah. But it seems like that might be a, an important part of the process. I imagine the... Uh, the day-to-day process is, like you said, ever-changing. Like There's always something new to be done, which yeah. is part of the excitement of the job. Mm-hmm. It stays interesting at all times. Yeah, it does. Not just sitting in your office doing paperwork and doing the same thing no. every day. You're out there nope. meeting with people. And yeah, and, I, and I still get the occasional ribbon-cutting and... Wait, kissing a baby. W- waving, and yeah. In fact, there's a ribbon cutting coming up uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow, actually. You know, in all my years of radio, I think I cut one ribbon. And really? That personally offends me. I'd like to cut more ribbons. I mean, yeah. I could buy one and just cut it, but it sounds okay. the same. It doesn't have the same effect. Well, we whenever you um, you know have a physical location here, once you it's in uh, my basement in my house. Oh, well then <laughs> you know, join the chamber and we'll come have a ribbon cutting right. at your basement. Okay, well, I'm sold now. Okay, call Joe Hurd up and tell him you want to you want to have a ribbon cutting. Get those big scissors <laughs> and bring them down to cut my ribbon in my basement. Let's go. Yeah, All right, you know. Out of all the ribbon cuttings, though, I've only got to use the big scissors one time. Now, see, that's ridiculous. Yeah, when I went to... It's it usually um, the business owner who's cutting, I guess. It was um, uh, Maybrook Hills. Uh, they took over the former Valley View nursing home there. Oh, yeah. And when they had their ribbon cutting last year, they had a big giant pair of scissors for me to use. And I was I was kind of s- shocked. You, because did you feel I, like Brutus the Barber Beefcake? That's how it felt. Back Those things the, cut really well. Right. Too. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they're like hedge trimmers. They were so so sharp. It's <laughs> a big ribbon. You need you need a lot of power behind those bad boys. I guess is how it goes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to uh, to mention? You'd like to throw in uh, speaking to uh, the people of Central Pennsylvania? Um, just that there's there's a few things that we are working on that can't really talk about them yet. Um, but but we're working to bring Altoona into the 21st century. That's awesome. So yeah, good. So yeah, I'm uh, maybe uh, next next month if you want to do one of these again, maybe there'll be some more information to come out by then. No, I think that'd be a good idea. And we were mentioning before the podcast. Why don't we, you know, on a month to month basis, set something up? And uh, if there's the, obviously the people involved with these things whatever they might be, they could also come in and talk and we could, you know, share ideas, get the word out, help yeah. promote big things that are happening in the area. And I love the idea of bringing Altoona into the 21st century. I mean, it's, it's a, it's important. Number one, mm-hmm. it helps the city thrive. Number two, yeah. and I think it makes communication. These sorts of things make communication in the city a lot better. Yeah. So people know what's going on and they know that there's somebody there who actually cares and who's doing something because when you have somebody in a higher place of office and uh it's just like any other situation the owner of a corporation or something you you never physically talk to them you don't see them that often you don't know what they're doing so it's important to have that yeah yeah and if anybody ever needs to 
reach out to me here at City Hall. Our number here is 949-2476. That's the direct number to my office. Um, Or if you need to reach me on Facebook, you could email me at mayor at altunapa.gov. And if you come into City Hall... Come in and just check the place out because I, I love just walking in here. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful, the way it's designed, the way it they is, built this. It's a really nice building. Yeah, it's, it's very, very nicely. It, it's a good representation of like, uh, uh, what, what am I looking for here? Like authority? You know, it just, it looks very, it looks like the place where the mayor should be. <laughs> it looks like a place where things get done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to say that in a funny way. Maybe I am, but it just looks like an important place. And I, I, I really like being here and I appreciate you being uh, gracious enough to have me in and be a part of my podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you to mayor Matt Pacifico. Thank you, sir, for uh, being a part of the podcast today. If anybody else in office in central Pennsylvania, um, anybody else who's, involved with the city or central Pennsylvania in any way. I would love to talk to you on this podcast. So this is another avenue I want to explore, another subject that I'd like to tackle because I want to learn more. I'm, I'm technically an adult, so I'd like to learn more adulty kind of things because as you can tell by listening to the podcast, I may be an adult, but I don't live my life as one in my brain so much. So we're going to work on that. I want to talk to some police officers as well, some you know law enforcement figures, some people who are really out there on the streets seeing what's going on day to day in our area. I think that's very interesting, so if anybody out there is interested in that, please, all you've got to do is reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram, Rob Z Radio, on Twitter or Snapchat, Rob Z Yo, leave me a voicemail at 814-799-0064. Zebras, thank you for listening. <laughs> That's brutal.